reckon you're about an eight or a nine maybe even nine and a half in four beers time yeah that blue top crop top you got on is nice <laughs> bit too much fake tan but yeah yeah you score high name that tune uh fit but you know it wasn't that such a throwback such a good song we used to bump that all the time i used to live and breathe that track i don't even know what i liked about it so much um you're on too many jams it's a show but all things 20 year old help from friends experts and our own personal experiences we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused uh you know what we haven't done this in a while because it's been covid and and we, we haven't, haven't been we done but we haven't shouted out uh sponsors because we haven't been getting beer in we yeah because we just kind of like just cut off yeah hadn't been getting our haircuts because hair fucking places were the hair place was shut down um, I was funnily enough getting bracelet orders on Rust and Rye though, but I just didn't yeah. shut them out because I'm a bad business owner. <laughs> da 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 da. Is that a is that like a reference to something? No. Is there a commercial for that where the guy's no. like, "Are you a bad business?" No, I, that's just me being naturally an entertainer off yeah, the dome, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's shout it out. If you're looking at the video on YouTube, <laughs> yeah, my hair looks fantastic. Thanks for noticing. I got my hair cut about uh, you know couple hours ago also so really by the same amazing stylist that we all we all love it's Liv D. clavasio bottle rocket hair yeah she's out in i know what sorry i sorry go ahead go ahead keep going she's out yep oops no. <laughs> that's a it's <laughs> from crystal anyway no um yeah bottle rocket studios she's out in oakville near oakville um poor credit poor credit more specifically and uh, yeah, she spent three and a half hours redoing my blonde dye job, making it better. I didn't realize how yellow it was before. It's actually crazy. I thought the exact same thing when she posted the before and after uh, video. I was like, wow, like kind of like, I mean, not to shit on you, but like, I was like, that's kind of an ugly color before. Can you project a bit more into the mic? Look at your waveforms. It, you see, I'm just whispering and my, my waveforms destroyed. Know, we've spoken about this. You're Des a projector. Like, do you see that difference right you're there? You're a projectile yeah. vomiter. Where's, which one's yours? Speaking of which, I did projectile vomit this weekend. I'm turning you up a bit. <laughs> yeah, you have the same. Yeah, there you go. Just give me a little more heat. Okay, you've seen a little bit more heat. There you go. Yeah, I projectile vomited yeah. this weekend. Uh, no, she uh, she lightened up my hair. The color is now more like silvery whitish. Um, and uh, it's looking good. I'm getting a lot of compliments. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I like about it is, you know, before with brown hair, I felt pretty regular. And if I didn't do anything with my hair, I felt like I just looked like shit sometimes or like didn't stand out. You know, I got I like I'm a peacock, you know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta let me fly. Um and with the blonde hair, even when I look like shit, yeah. It looks kind of intentional. Because it's like, oh, like if he's if he's spending the time to dye up his hair blonde, like this is a look. So I go out like looking like shit and mm -hmm. I feel like it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. You know? So I appreciate yeah. that. Bottle rocket blonde hair. Blonde hair is easy. She's got her own like private studio, so it was one on one. You don't have to worry about the COVID. Mm -hmm. it's a really cute spot um, like well decorated dope signage her dad did and all this shit but she just does a killer job most importantly killer job very particular she'll uh, she'll do you up nice did my sister's uh, hair as well yeah Looks many amazing. of her friends a lot of know, her friends uh, it's, you know if you, uh, if, if you want proof you know just look no further than uh, within our friend group you know? yeah so. and bottle rocket hair is that that's the uh, Instagram right Bottle rocket hair. Yeah. I think there's like a dot in there. We, yeah, we, we take it in the group. notes. So it's in the notes. Um, uh, another shout out. Um, True history. Uh, we didn't, we don't have their beer on podcast right now, but I did drink so much of it on the weekend. I puked. So I was in a golf tournament. Yeah. And uh, the, the owner of true history, Matt Tompkins, we've had him on the podcast before. Big shout out because he sponsored the uh, after golf tournament backyard BBQ. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you got to do it outside because of the vid. And he brought over like like a few hundred beers, I feel like. And I guzzled because I couldn't stop. Because I guzzled love, a few hundred I beers. I just guzzled. So shout out True History. 
Um, I think and it's what, about time we get back. We get we get drinking back on the pod like good. I podsters. agree. I agree. I would. I would enjoy that. Because What's, uh, what flavor do they have going? Okay, they had the regular um, Pilsner, Farmer in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah, I slugged. I forget. They're tall boys, right? And they just go down so easy. Um, so I slugged a bunch of those, but they had another flavor, which I can't remember. Was it the red can? No, it was, no, it was Vermont something, or like it was like an orange can. Oh, that's that's the new one they got. It's like green, isn't it? Maybe. I was pretty the Vermont blacked out. Honk, I think it's called. Yeah. Well, I just know this from Instagram. Yeah, we'll have to clarify. Either way, I drank them all. It was delicious. I also had Pink Whitney, which is like the spit and chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was. Yeah, well, hot take, hot take. Yeah, Pink Whitney. It's, it's, Fuck you. It's not that great. Fuck yourself. It's not that great. Come on. Like it was. What's it, the hype, man? What's it's, the hype? What's explain to me what the hype is? I it's, I, it's I, sugar flavored lemonade vodka. I love lemonade. A Okay. So lemonade is like top tier drinks for me. Really, eh? I, I rarely get it. It's not one that's available often, but if I can buy or drink yeah. or like le- lemonade is like top tier. Dude, I had no idea. Same thing happened this weekend. Um, my my mom made pierogies. Love pierogies too. I know, I know you love pierogies because um, you have them all the time, but my mom made pierogies and I was like, oh, I made them because they're like Liv's like favorite food. I was like, squeeze me your girlfriend you didn't know your girlfriend's favorite food or <laughs> she way off on it uh i didn't know my girlfriend's favorite food and she was like so excited about it. i was like what like you like you love pierogies but anyways i I didn't know you're such a lemonade connoisseur either it's a it is just the perfect if you're gonna go sugary yeah lemonade iced tea arnold palmer mixture fuck me up lemonade and iced tea are the two most quenching drinks out there i think I just um, don't really do much sugar these days, like me sugary either. drinks or I, like, yeah. Me either. Or candy. You water it down. Yeah, but the, but the truth is, is like, the smell of smell of Smirnoff vodka. Open yeah. up a Smirnoff. Yeah. Smell it. Yeah. It's rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So and it's bad anyway for you. Yeah. Pink Whitney is like four percent less, and it goes down. If you're slamming it, it goes down perfectly, and if you add water to it, it's a lemonade vodka and it's 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 i'm definitely not gonna shit on it it's delightful I'm not shitting on it i'm just saying like wasn't like wasn't that you know it didn't it didn't was, blow, it wasn't it, that blown away okay it didn't it didn't blow your cheeks off that's fair yo, yo do you think you know do you think smear like drinking drinking's bad for your health but like do you think drinking bad alcohol is worse for your health like do you think you know if you drink shot of gray goose every day for a year versus a shot of smirnoff every day for a year no it would be any different no 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 yeah i i, I think i think probably not especially not with vodka because uh no i i think i think the, the i don't think liquor has like the same sort of damaging as like other stuff where like high quality meat would be damaging like low quality meat wouldn't be what sorry what like low. like maybe like high quality meat wouldn't be as bad for you as like low quality like fatty or like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, you, you just you mix those around. Did I? Yeah. So I was like you're speaking, you're telling me something. Speaking in tongues? Yeah. Whatever. We're talking about something stupid. I'm I'm like trying to like I'm like fucking fuck out of here with this. Fuck yeah, so here. alcohol and Anyway, um no, so they 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 sponsored the weekend. It was like a 30 plus degree day on the golf course. I am not a bad golfer. Um, I'm a regular athletic golfer. I, I normally shoot in the high 80s, low 90s. Uh, if it's an easy course, you know, I'll go lower than that. Um, I shot 103. And uh, I shit yeah, the bed. Not your best. Not my best. I actually think I was one of the last places in the what, tournament. What was your issue? I had a handicap, so I actually still tied on my match. What was my issue? Uh, it was a. It was at TPC Toronto, which is a professional caliber track. So yeah, I'm not a professional. It's quite difficult, uh, quite difficult track. So, but like, was there one part of your game that was that was lacking? I, I normally find that uh, you know after a round, I can be like, ah, oh, yeah, my putting was just killing me today. Yeah, I'd say a little bit of everything, really. Little I just wasn't okay. on. I wasn't on my bad game. course management. Just everything. Um, the 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 consistency in my swings and, and the ball contacts, just whatever. Anyway, um, so obviously I start sending it. You know, I'm a <laughs> 
I'm drinking and uh, got a little bit of a headache because I'm dehydrated. So instead of drinking water, you know, I just keep on powering booze because usually mm-hmm. I, that gets rid of the headache. Um, get to the after party or sorry, get to the, the barbecue. It's, it's dragging on and I'm starting to feel a little weird. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to put on my game face for the boys. You really, yeah, normally I'm uh, very good with my alcohol and like the more I drink, the better I party. And like the more I, I come alive, I come yep. out of my shell, but sometimes I just get twisted. You know, you know, twisted teas, you ever heard of them? Yep. Also, come, you crank any of those? No, but I become a twisted tea. Okay. And, uh, so I just kind of sit there silently and I smile and like I laugh at people's jokes, but in my mind is just like, hello, darkness, my old friend. I'm the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I just uh, stood up and I just launched a few projectiles in the backyard. Had a boy. And, uh, you know, I was like, I tried to play it off cool. I was like, just pulled trig. Just needed to reset. Just fucking pulled trig out there. And the guys were like, legend, legend, lads, lads. <laughs> and uh, and then like I came back and I didn't feel any better, so I secretly called an Uber in my lap. Yeah, and uh, got out of there. And as I was coming home, the Uber had like flashy lights in the in the car. Yeah, and I was my world was spinning at this point, and I was just like didn't need any of that action, and was just like trying to trying to not puke the whole ride home. I've had a few of those in my day, and the worst. And to boot. I'm coming down the Allen Expressway and it's like 12 o'clock, maybe one o'clock. I don't remember. And <laughs> some guy went up the wrong way of the Allen. What a moron. Like, the, like the, if, you, if you know the Allen Expressway, like three lanes going south, three lanes going north. Yeah. We're heading south and there's a guy ripping up the southbound full speed. What an idiot. It's kind of nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm just trying to imagine what your move would be or i guess i guess the move would just be turn around and go back the other way i was like i was thinking like how oh, we just get commit. off you just fucking you just commit. Commit. no you do a u-turn but they, i think they yeah. had no fucking idea uh it, it reminds me of the time i was driving in north york and uh i was going through the, the neighborhoods like kind of like stop signing like where the houses are yeah and i'm going around a bend and then there's a lady just coming around the wrong side of the road like just around the bend yeah and we, I, I'm slowing down and she slows down and we go like kind of like nose to nose and I'm giving her the old like fucking hand. I'm like, the fuck out of my way. Like, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? And she's doing the same thing to me. She's like, get the fuck out of my way. And I'm like, no, you are on the wrong side. And she's like, quick, 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 quick. like w- waving at me. You've been weird. Yeah. And I, no, lo- no joke gave up. Yeah. Was, she beat, she beat me on the, I was like, I'll, I'll go around you, but you, I won't be the only oh, one you encounter. I would have held my ground. <laughs> I was like, I w- that would have agitated me. I'm like thinking in my head. I'm like, I'm not. Th- I'm not the only one she's going to encounter if she keeps up with this nonsense. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, got home. Yeah. Opened the door. Got to the front door. Yeah. Went over the railing. Dry heat, yeah. but I, h- I held it in because I knew I-, I wanted to make it inside. I didn't want the neighbors to know I was spewing everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I went up in the in the the bathroom, and I like didn't even get on my knees. Didn't even get down. Just like from like four feet up, just like bent over, hands on the bowl, and just yeah. sent five or six strong heaves st- straight in, just let loose. <laughs> <laughs> was it like liquid? Like was there like dinner? It, in there? Oh, like, everything. Dinner, dinner everything. and a show. Dinner oh, and a movie. Okay, that's what I like. I hadn't done it in a while. I don't know what type of puker you are, but I make a lot of noise. It's I'm, like it's like an exorcism. Oh, really? You're like you're a noisemaker. Oh my god, yes. You you like I you would hear it <clears throat> two blocks down if the window was open. But, but like why? Why why is there why is there noise? Is that just like I just I think I'm it's, a it's, it's just kind of like part of the It's part of the package when you're when you're a, this powerful of a person, you know, kind of everything happens that with that much force, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. you work hard, play hard, puke hard. Go to bed hard, wake up hard, if you know what I mean. Like that. Some <laughs> morning wood. Um you know what? That's uh my 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 siblings are now always making fun of me because anytime I sip a drink for the first time, I don't know, I think I've picked up this habit from drinking hot coffee in the morning. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Do you recognize I do that? Too? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I when I drink something a little bit. Uh, like slurp the first like bit like bubble it in my mouth 
Really? And uh, freak. It, it makes a no, noise. <laughs> uh, my mom actually. No, I have noticed with you. You you make noises. I've noticed your other noises. You go like this all the time. <clears throat> oh yeah. <clears throat> I'll be oh, on the yeah. phone with you. I'll be like, "What's going on?" You're like, mm, "Good, man." <clears throat> yeah, everything's like, mm. it's like, like it's like so, there's permanently something stuck in your throat. It's true, yeah. But I noticed, no, my mom. She she's one of the most unique coffee drinkers. Why? She just holds it to her mouth. Yeah. Closes her eyes. Yeah. And sips on like straight like pattern like. <sighs> eyes closed and just enjoys every sip on like repeat. Like she's like in a trance really eh? yeah you know what's unique about her too is that for for a big coffee drinker she enjoys insta coffee yeah and it's not like we don't have like we have a tassimo mm-hmm. we also have a drip coffee machine we have multiple we have we have a french press but she always opts for the the insta coffee insta coffee and i have i have it i am not a i don't have a snobby palate yeah and like i, I like even we even, all knew that yeah Fair enough. <laughs> Even like when people like chirp, like my brother-in-law, he's uh, he's Australian, yeah. and you know he is a guy. He's a he's a man with a palate. Yeah, and he he'll have like a Tim's coffee, and but oh my, it's shit, it's shit coffee. I'm like I can't fucking tell. Okay, you can say that all you want. Yeah, and he's like, oh mate, shit coffee. You got to try the coffee of it. Oh this mate, this coffee is the best coffee of here. And I'm like, I appreciate I appreciate it, but I can't fucking tell. I, I yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself a. I'm as much of a coffee snob, but like, I I can I can tell good coffee from bad coffee, and when it's, yeah. when it's bad coffee, I don't like it, and sounds, I'll I'll make it known. Sounds kind of, kind of like a, like a snob. No, it sounds kind of like a snob. I don't I don't know what to say. Like, I I feel like I feel like snob. You're more like particular, but like no, like I won't drink anything less than like Starbucks or like you know like or or like like i won't drink tim horns coffee stuff like i'm open to drinking anything i'm you'll just, just like, comment on it i just comment on whether it's good or bad yeah well okay i say that's one a few layers beyond um i uh i don't have that tim horns coffee tastes great to me just taste the coffee i just drink a black i don't i don't know the yeah. difference um i've had good coffee sure but i i don't really know i just different they just taste different um but the instant coffee is the first time where I was like, "Oh, this is shit. This tastes like burnt. This tastes like you scraped a barbecue into a." <laughs> and your mom loves it, eh? And she just mucks it, and it's there for no other reason than it's fast. And you want to know where my lack of palate comes from? Yeah. <laughs> you you got it. Juice. She is one of the most palateless, health-based eating habits I've seen. Like her 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 meals are entirely about health yeah and zero percent attention paid to taste flavor but she is such a unique human that she's convinced she's convinced it tastes great too weird like one time i saw her make a breakfast bowl yeah she took a spoon cup few spoonfuls and went and puked (laughs) And, and i was like are you good and she's like oh yeah yeah i just put a little bit too much of this spirulina Spirulina is like a green algae blend, like health food product. Yeah, it's like Kev likes that stuff. No, I don't think Kev's such spirulina. It, it smells like a whale's yeah, butt. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a bluish green. Yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah Kev's got some a jar of it. Yeah, he used to. I put it in the smoothies. Th- don't get me wrong. Like you can put a, a dab or dab or two will do you, but if you yeah. put too much, I guess it you know it can get it you triggers a little. Yeah, but so th- anyway, not to roast her too much because I appreciate her attention to health because i want her to live forever obviously mm-hmm. um but yeah instant coffee is dookie uh what were we talking about coffee about um oh you said my mom because she sips and you're like oh for some oh who enjoys yeah her coffee. yeah okay about how you're you're a loud puker and then i was like i'm a i'm a loud sipper mm. and then you're like my mom are you not allowed puker like will you go in there and go like blah, blah, blah. yeah i'll just kind of let it flow out you don't make it you don't make a <laughs> when you do it uh, I like to I like to make a. It kind of helps it flow better. Really, eh? yeah. Okay. Activate the vocal next cords. Next time, next time, if I'm thinking about it, I'll call you in. If you want, okay. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, you can stand outside the door. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll try to get pretty. Take cheap. a look. Yeah, you know, what, maybe next, this maybe this weekend on my birthday, I'll uh, spew in. Oh, for true. You. Okay, so may, uh, you know, I might have to get extra drunk next time I drink, just so I can test the waters and. 
get back to you with an answer by next week if I'm a yeah, loud, we can both puke. loud guy or not. Um, anyway, moving on, uh, moving on with the podcast. Okay, yes. Because we, you know, we just get, oh, one last thing. What? At this, uh, I got to give a shout out to Mr. Matthew Soper. Why? I just uh, I saw him at the uh, the golf tournament and he was talking about the pod. Ah, yeah. Matty Soaps. So Matty Soaps, he said, he said some real nice things. He said he's been listening. Sick. And he hyped us up, said we got a real talent, and he, he really wants us to get some, some more crazy guests because he feels like uh, he wants to hear some stories and shit. Yeah. And uh, told him I, I told him I'm working on it, but I appreciate the hype because I told him like we've been a little bit down on the cast in COVID because A, we're not doing a whole lot to talk about. B, we can't have guests on. Mm-hmm. And C, COVID. For C for COVID, right? C for COVID. And you know what? And I, f- I feel like you can't really give the true stories until, uh, until like... You get famous enough that it doesn't matter? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, you guys want the true nitty gritties? You want the tell-alls? Yeah. You got to blow this podcast up so that we're famous enough that um, I don't have to worry about switching career paths later. I don't have to worry about going yeah. back and getting that job. And they're like, that, that, can't, that can't be a worry. Like, you want to hear like crazy, like, you know, like f- stories about like cocaine fueled, like party weekends where you're like f- butt plug butt orgy, plugs, like uh, heroin, insane uh, shit. Fucking, that's none of that. That we haven't been that, through, we, but we will do it <laughs> when we get famous. You'll, um, yeah, you'll get all that. No, because it also as we get if as as we get bigger, we'll get guests that are more famous and they're past that threshold that don't give a fuck threshold. Yeah, and like fame being like not even famous, just like I like the, the gaff threshold. What's gaff? Or uh, I guess it's DJ. <laughs> Forgot, Sorry, I, I, I forgot that. I forgot. Sorry, the Rob, why is gaff in your head? Give a fuck. Oh, is it give a fuck? Give a fuck thresholds. Okay, you know, pass the give a fuck. I've heard people use gaff a different way, and uh, what kind of way? I can't say. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, yeah, not even. I don't even mean famous. I mean people that are more like, just like self-employed. Actually, for me, famous and self-employed are equivalent. If you're, <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur. That works for yourself and you don't have to answer to anyone uh, or you're like, you're like fucking famous. It's the same shit, different Paul. Yeah, or you don't have to answer to... And you can say the stories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, blow us up. Uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, speaking of blowing up though, this podcast, r- right today, I want to talk about it. We finally released new music. After all that chit-chatting for the last eight, nine months, I don't know how long we've been working on that song, but... Far too long. We finally released Victoria today. I'm going to put it at the end of the podcast so you can hear woo, it woo. in all your its glory. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I just want to say, um, so we, if you've been listening to the pod, you've been hearing us talk about what we what we've been got going on. But um, this song has been a bit of a fiasco. Wrote it maybe a year ago. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, Took a long time to develop. We played it live a bunch, and we just didn't know how we were going to record it. We recorded it once, home styles, sounded really good, but then just was like literally just below the threshold of of like great. Yeah. And we're like, no, this is a great song. We can't just let it be good. So we dropped the cash. We went to the studio. We re-recorded the whole thing. And uh, it came out, it just came out stellar. And it took us fucking months after that to uh, nail the mix, to figure out how to market a song. Because our last song, we we did, we went to the full nines to to market our last EP. We threw a, we rented an entire venue. We invited 150 people. We made a music video. We had everyone at the party uh, share stories. And all this, and and the song, like... Uh, it, it did okay, but it, that was all, like, on... Based off of our own social circles, and, like, didn't reach anything beyond. So we... Right. So yeah, we got a little outside help this time. And that's, what to, that's what we're thinking. Yeah. Because, like, it, it, it did really well in our social circle. I think it's at... Across Spotify, 
you or Apple Music and YouTube, like it's got to be at it's at like six or seven thousand on Spotify. I think it's at, it got five six thousand on Apple Music, yeah. um, and maybe a few thousand more across the other platforms. So it's got to be like fifteen thousand plays, which is pretty respectable for a track. But that um, that is from our great friend group playing it a bunch. Put another playlist like. My friends play play our songs all the time, which which we really appreciate. Um, but we uh, we wanted to experiment uh, how to get outside of our friend group. So Robbie figured all that out, and that's what we experimented with this song, like paying a company to promote it and all that. So we actually didn't do a whole shebang with our friends. Um, we just not like we could, anyways. Right, I just mean like we didn't get, like yeah. some people will get like 20, 30 friends to like I don't know, like they'll like try to they'll try to still like utilize their their friend group uh we we did none of that. We just we posted a picture like 2 weeks ago saying it's coming. Posted a little video clip a week ago saying it's coming and uh we we posted the album art today saying it's out and I was fucking floored by how many people uh, shared, fuck, like reached out, put it on their stories, gave a shout out. We got an amazing response today, so thanks for everyone. Blue who, who reached out and like posted and like actually like it's like it, it, it was impressive. Honestly, and really, uh, really, really means a lot. Big day. I made a I made a Instagram story because I was so floored. Like not even like me like put on an act. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Because, dude, like, legitimately, we had maybe 40 people share it. Maybe don't put the water on the thing. We we had maybe 40 people, like, share it right off the rip to their stories, on social, all that stuff, just from the band page. Mm -hmm. And then I had probably 30 uh, other people reach out on my personal saying they liked it, text, stuff like that, saying they backed the song and just keep it up and you know can't wait for the next concert or like just firing me up and i just i've just felt amazing and i i thought how fortunate we we are it's it's true um just to be surrounded by such supportive friend groups and uh people that uh are sort of you know you know you know you work you work so hard uh or or work you know work so long uh on trying to get like like something that seems like a little project out into the world yeah. right like like five minutes like releasing one five minute song yeah releasing one five minute song and it's uh it's you know it's it's nice to know that it doesn't go unnoticed and um oh, it made my day it legitimately yeah. made my day like no uh no boosting and uh you know even if even if you didn't reach out that's okay like if you if you gave it a play, if you gave it a listen, we even appreciate like all that. It was just it was just really made my day to get all that hype because we hadn't released stuff in a year, and you kind of lose steam. And you with COVID, without being able to play, you you and see friends and and get that face to face feedback, you you really lose steam. Um, you start to feel, you start to get doubts, and and also when you work on a song like that and you listen to it so much. You can't tell if it's great or not anymore. You know, like it's true. You get so desensitized. I mean, like, like occasionally over the last year or so, like when you you don't hear it for a while, and then like we'll get in the car and we'll throw it on. You, you, you like we turn to each other and we're like, "This is fucking dope. Like this is sick." But then like you know, you get you get like really in the cut of it of playing it over like tweaking and then you're making like promo videos and like you just hear the song so much and you just i don't know i I guess it kind of loses its steam in a way for you and uh not even that you hear it so much it's that you listen to it with a with a critical ear you're not listening to it as an enjoyer of music yeah you're listening to it like you're looking at it you're i'm listening to single parts of the song or like is that too loud is that too soft was that sung in key? Like this guitar, like do we need to add something there? Is that is that thick enough? The drums is it like you don't listen you don't listen to it as a, a music enjoyer, like as yeah. just like a so it for literally for the first time today, 
um, when, when it was finally all released and I was like, it's out there, that's when you get to sit back. And when people are reaching out being like, yes, like, like, oh, dude, this is fire. Like, uh, then you, you remind yourself, you're like, yeah, like this is a good fucking song. And it, mm-hmm. that's what gets you back to it. And then I put it on and I felt, I felt like I felt great. I felt great about it. And, um, so just huge shout out, uh, to the friends. Our plans are big. This fired us up. We're booked back in the studio in the fall. Mm-hmm. We got a pile of tracks to choose from. And dare I say, I think they're improvements, man. I think we're getting better. I think they're they're all really sick. And I like uh I'm just, I'm stoked to get like I like yeah, I don't know I don't know if they're gonna be I th- I think they're they're just as good. Like I don't wanna like diminish or take away anything from Victoria, but like No fuck Victoria, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um yeah, they're gonna be sick. They're gonna be dope. They're, I mean, they're they're new. They're new to us, and I, I think that's, that's kind of the, that's, that's what we're hot on right now. But uh, we've we true. But I have uh, we have previewed a couple of them for friends, and one of them in particular has got has got like our friends were like, "Yo, like that's the fucking song. It's got some juice. It's got some juice." The only thing that bugs me is I hate how much work is going to be between now and that song goes out. Like if if you if you want to get an insider look, Rob and I about how this works. Rob and I are, uh, I'd say I'll, I'll boost our, boost us up. We're a talented duo at songwriting. Every time we sit down, we can write a song, whether it's good or not. We kind of, you know, we can, we assess as it goes, and we can really hear that X factor before anyone else can hear it. We can hear the potential in a riff or a melody. Because we can see all the next steps to come. Like we can, oh, like this with this kind of drum line, with this kind of vocal backing and like this guitar effect, oh, be nasty, maybe a synth. Um, so we can we can write these songs, just the two of us. It'll be like a two guitar s- kind of setup um, with some vocal melodies. The next step is, is we got to either go into the computer and make all the other instruments ourselves, the drums, the bass, the synths, which is painstaking because... You, you, it's just so hard to make a real rock sounding song with uh, computer drums, but we, that's what we did on our original EP. Uh, but on Victoria, we were fortunate enough that Gabe Lash, who um, is like our basically a, a part of the band, um, uh, he's like he's he drums with us all the time. So now he started to write with us and like take a bigger role um, on the creative side. And he wrote the drum part for Victoria, and fucking killed it man like just sounds like the bands we listen to and then scott goodwin who has his own band but again uh has graced us with his presence as a part of this band on bass and in in a production capacity laid down the bass line helped us develop like the the live song structure and we were able to make a full band live song and uh that takes like us getting together back and forth thing, like people writing parts, like bringing it through. It takes, it takes a long time. And then once that's done, we usually record like a demo. Uh, and with that demo, I'll take it. I'll go in my room with my mic and I will do thousands of vocal takes. Like I'm talking thousands. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I, I'm a weird perfectionist. And I just go over it and over and I sing and I sing in different styles. I sing different melodies. I sing different harmonies until it, until I get it. Uh, and that takes a fuckload of time. And then you go to the studio and you have to lay it down. And then there's always the X factor of will the, will the studio set up, capture the essence properly, the tones properly. Um, a lot of people do their vocals in studio, but I do, I take far too much time and I do too many takes. I'm not, I'm not a, a, a studio quality like pitch perfect singer I'm a very much live singer it's more uh, the vibe but uh, that's why I do a lot of takes to get to get it studio perfect uh, so this is this we're now like months in um, just to turn an idea that we think has juice into a recorded song that like thousand dollars later see you later um, and then after that 
mixing sessions back and forth for weeks, trying different things, going for different styles. Uh, master is the next step. And then after that, you need a few months to create album art. If you haven't already got on already, but you're usually pretty busy because we're going to do three songs in the studio next time. You're, you're busy with all that. Um, so by the time it's done, you turn over to album art. You have to plan out music videos. You have to upload the songs early and get PR in motion early, like like a month and a half, two months out. So from us having our ideas now, you you won't hear these songs until early 2021 because you can't release songs over Christmas unless mm-hmm. you're Mariah Carey and you have a Christmas album. Um, <laughs> we're going to do three songs. Uh, we're probably going to do... Uh, we're doing a music video next weekend maybe for we sh- Victoria. Maybe we should do a Christmas album. Yeah? Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably write a couple of jingles. I could fuck a jingle up, dude. Jingle EP. Um, you know what's funny, though, is I, I really... I wish we did another EP. The first LP we do, yeah, I want to name it John Famous Greatest Hits. <laughs> I keep saying it, but I really do. Like if we get signed or if we get a grant to do an LP, I want to name it John Famous Greatest Hits. It's such an aggressive, aggressive title. Is it though? It's kind of hilarious. It's kind of, yeah. It's jokes. What, what's, what's some music guy going to be like, you can't do that. You're not. <laughs> Led Zeppelin, you don't have greatest hits. We're like, yeah, these are our greatest hits right now. We only have eight songs. <laughs> <laughs> like That's these true. are our greatest hits. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, keep that on the back burner. But anyway, yeah, you can't release songs over Christmas, so we're recording late September, and we got to wait that long just to start debuting them. Um, so yeah, like it's it's a bit of a grind. It's gonna we have to we actually have to take out loans to do it. It's very expensive. Um, but uh, it's it's what we love. It's what we work hard for. We're shooting a music video for Victoria this weekend. I'm so stoked. Best way to spend a birthday. It's going to be a fun weekend. Um, yeah, uh, you, you, threw, you threw that one in there under uh, under the radar, but it's Trav. It's Travi Boy's big 28th birthday this weekend. That's a big birthday. So, um, going to be fun. going to be fun. Uh, it's not your, wait. What's no? Is it my twenty? No, it's it's not your champagne birthday. You've already had that. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought I thought uh, you were gonna say I was twenty. I was not. Sometimes I forget my age. <laughs> yeah, I, sometimes I do too. When someone asks me, I'm like, I say some like whack number sometimes, and I have to. I don't know, dude. I've been th- I've myself. been thirty since the day I turned twenty five. <laughs> In my mind, I'm thirty now. Like yeah. I'm like I'm like I turned twenty five. I'm like I'm thirty years old. Yeah, I'm now thirty. Uh, no, twenty eight's a big one. Um. Champagne birthday. I'm trying to remember what I did. Oh, we went to the, we went to the strip. Club. We went to the strip club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. You know what's funny is uh, so my dad always told me. And I don't know if it's true. Is that men reach their physical prime at 28? Okay, I never googled it, but it sounded right to me. Yeah, and like athletes and shit. And uh, so I set a goal. I set a goal uh, for by my 28th birthday. I was like, I'm gonna be in the best shape of my life. I'm going to get big. I'm going to get fucking masculine, like prime of my life, all kinds of healthy for 28 to celebrate my peak. And uh, it was going well until a little until a little flu virus came along and closed my gym and uh, I became a video game addict. So, you know, maybe I'll have to postpone that. Maybe twenty nine. I was a late bloomer. I feel like I was a late bloomer. Twenty nine is my physical prime. Twenty nine. Okay. And I'm gonna be hold you to it. I'm I, Arnold I, I, Schwartz. I don't, I don't know, man. Like since the gyms closed down, I feel like my like uh, physique has has almost improved. I don't know. I've almost like gotten gotten off more on like doing like body weight shit, like pull ups, push ups. And like, just make make and do. Um, I hate stuff that, stuff that I got that I got at home. But it's just what you enjoy. You clearly enjoy it. I love the gym. Yeah, yeah. Love throwing weights around. Yeah, I um, like I like weights just as much as the next person. Also, like, I hate the home workout. It's a thousand degrees in our house. Oh, I love the sweat. Love. The I hate sweat. the sweat. I, I like uh, you. It's just different strokes, man. Like, um, yeah. I love working out for me is the destination because. Uh, I love the gym because you only have to 
have the willpower to get to the gym. You don't have to have the willpower to work out. At home, you have to have the willpower to work out because on the way to the pull-up bar yeah. is the fridge and the couch and right upstairs is everything else that's fun. But like on the way, or I guess it's not so much the case anymore. No, you just have to get yourself like, out the door for yeah, the gym. Yeah, we're just, it's, I mean, it's convenient now. I was going to say like for some, pe- I, for some people getting to the gym is like, oh, like you got to like commute and like build that into your schedule. But like does it matter because once you're out the door, you're going. So yeah. if, as long as you can get yourself out your front door, the workout is almost 99% guaranteed. So like if, as long as you have the willpower to walk out the door, you're not going to get in your car and turn around and come back. You're not going to drive to the gym or walk to the gym, get in the front door and turn around and come back. You're working out. So you don't have to worry about willpower. You're like, oh, I'm here. Like mm-hmm. I'm fucking working out. Also, because I question the effectiveness of these home workouts because all my studying for fitness is on weight-based training. I'd have to like relearn a calisthenics routine. It's like witchcraft to me. So I'm like, does it work for my body type? Like, oh, like, can I actually get yoked? Like the yoked I want to get, like I want to get like, yeah, yeah. Like big, I I don't want to just get toned. I'm already toned. I want to get bigger. Different, uh, different goals. So I'm like, A, does it work? And B, I have to get the willpower up to do it. And I, because I don't know it works, I'm like, I'm like on the fence about it. So but like, what what other options do you have right now? Like, you'd home be, gym. You be in better sh- what? Home gym. If I got if I got like a bench, I'll, I don't need much. But I'm I'm saying like like uh, you don't have any other options right now. Yeah, my other, other than to be like slow, like like you'd be in better shape now if you're doing this stuff. But the the thing is, yeah, I guess. But I'm still I'm still diced, so it's I'm just losing size. So I don't really have the motivation to get dicier yeah like and I, i'm worried about that the calisthenics doesn't put on size unless you're doing like bigger movements and like i know it works i see jack calisthenic guys but the movements are really complex and you have to like really work up to it and that's the willpower that's lacking in me right now whereas it's it's true a lot of a lot of those movements like push-ups and like pull like especially pull-ups for me like i hated pull-ups when i started doing them like I would avoid them like the plague, and even like up until just recently, I've, I've just like not into them at all because because they're it's so difficult, so difficult. And same with pushups too. But I've just like kind of like switched my switched my headspace around a little bit. And I'm like, I fucking love pull ups now. I like I push ups like I'll do like a million of them. You know, but that's just, the like really really get behind it. I can do a million of them. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I I have a, I have a I have a belief. Like going to COVID, I was strong. Yeah. I, was, I was putting up a couple hundred pounds on like uh, on bench. You know what I mean? Or like one ninety, yeah. wrapping it wrapping it out. Like um, I I could throw good good size weights over the shoulders. I I had a, I, had a, I was really strong uh, for my weight, and um, then when I come home and I do pull-ups like i can do four sets of 10 pretty easily so i'd have to throw weight like for me my belief is to get big you got to be somewhere in the six to 12 rep ranges that's my that's what i thought so in order to get those rep ranges at the as a home workout i have to do like inverted or i'd I'd have to put like weight on my back while doing push-ups or like do like these really like like I'd have to wait all this shit. I'd have to find a way to like make myself heavier. I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think I think you can just you can do a lot of them for tone and like for endurance. Smaller income. Yeah, you're getting more tone, but you're not getting bigger. I feel like I've gotten a little bit. I've put on a little bit of size. I mean, not yeah, yeah. You know what? Probably more tone, more tone than size for sure. Actually, I actually weighed myself the other day. It was not too much of a not too much of an increase, but yeah. like I don't really give a. F- I don't really care about that. You don't that, care so. about putting on weight. Um, yeah. I care about putting on weight. I yeah. want to I want to put on size. My tone is is if just being toned was the goal, I'm a I'm a I'm a skeleton. I have like you can see every you can see every vein in my body right now. It's yeah. like fucking um so I'm not big. I'm very skinny now, but it's uh that's so that's why I don't have the motivation for calisthenics. All I need is like a little bench at home so I can throw up you know, 160, 170, 180 at home. 
I can squat a few hundred pounds with a bar. I need some basic stuff. And then maybe I can like tie a weight around my waist while I'm doing pull-ups mm-hmm. and I don't need to fuck with push-ups or, you know, I, I, if I dumbbells, I can do shoulder presses with them or flies. Like yeah. I just, I just need the basics. And the reason I haven't bought it is because every month I thought COVID could end next month and I didn't want to buy a home gym when I could just go back to my gym for 30 bucks a month. And then every month it gets pushed back and I, I just get skinnier and skinnier. And, um, yeah, so just trying to, like, we're going to enter phase three soon, right? Like, it's got to happen soon. Maybe in a month, like. I have no idea. I haven't been following it. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's like, the whole, uh, the whole, like, fitness thing. You just get, you just got to get out the door and you're almost 100% going to work out if you have a destination to go to, which I like. How do we get on this? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the other thing, uh, the other thing on my list to, uh, to talk about yeah, is, is a few episodes back, um, the, uh, we ripped on Chris D'Elia for like his scandal. Okay. And like early when you interrupted me, I did his like Chris D'Elia like, oops. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Uh, and like, it's been a bit, that was taboo because like there was basically, if you haven't been following Chris D'Elia is a big comedian, probably one of the biggest, like kind of like mainstream comedians right or at least before covid and i like i think he's hilarious like his podcast best moments are hilarious he's he's got hilarious clips uh, his comedy is like not my cup of tea it's more of like again it's more mainstream it'd be like the pop a comedy i liked that analogy like that he's a pop comic yeah you know and you, and you think about that, he's just like, okay, he's got some... He's got mainstream appeal. He's, he's got mainstream appeal, and then, like, his good stuff, like, he's got some, like, really good stuff out of his, like... His peaks are very, very high. Yeah, his like, average stuff. His peaks are very high, like, when he when he does something ex- extremely funny. Um, but I think he thrives as a... um, Like, his clips, his podcast clips are some of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, some of his, like, interactions with other podcasters and his mannerisms... But it got a little um, got a little dicey. A big scandal came out where girls were accusing him of messaging them when they were underage and mm-hmm. soliciting pictures, and and one girl accused him of grooming her, um, and said he clearly knew she was underage and was asking for pictures and was like grooming her. She her exact quote was like, "Imagine being groomed by a pedophile." when you were 17 and he was 30 years old and uh, him using his position of power to like get you to do all this stuff. And like, that was her tweet. And then other girls came out Mm -hmm. saying, Oh, like, yeah, like I think he messaged me too. when I was really young and like kind of like the same deal. And then uh, some other girls came out and said like, yeah, like I wasn't too young, but like he was like pretty aggressive, like in his messages, and like it just was like a bit of a you know me too, like let's fuck this guy's career, like whatever, and you know guys like us, what, what we you got to take it at face value, you know what I mean? Like some some girls are gonna call him a pedophile. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this comedian who I'm not friends with, I know nothing about is a pedophile. Yeah. And you always have a little bit of like, I kind of hope he's not. I like his, yeah. like his comedy. And like, he doesn't really strike me as that type of guy. Like, so a, a part of me is like playing devil's advocate the whole time being like, you know what? Like if this was true, where are the pictures? Like, where's the evidence? Like I, I, I got almost gotten a big, uh, not a fight. Sorry. Like I got in a big discussion with my roommate kev about it because i was playing devil's advocate and i was like okay like if i went searching on the internet and i couldn't find the evidence Mm -hmm. um i i searched i even went to the girls who were the accusers and i tried to find the the screenshots from their conversations but they were very small and they were like all just like i was like okay where where is the wrongdoing has he slept none of them said they slept with him none of them said they actually sent him pictures so I'm like, I'm like, is if this was a chronic pedophile, and this is what's out there, I was like, I something, I was like, I need the evidence before I before I put put it put him in a 
a no-fly zone. And uh, surprisingly, he was silent the whole time. And mm-hmm. didn't every fucking podcaster and comedian take a, a 15 minutes to chime in on their oh, thoughts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, like, a few of his closest friends, like, literally crying, be like, I hope it's not true. Like, it's so sad. And and um, I understand that because they knew how detrimental it is on his career. And as a friend, that's extremely sad. But then other comedians were just, like, commenting on it, be like, is he? But I don't know. Like, I never saw anything, but, like, everyone's erring on the side of the victim because you don't want to look. You don't want to be the guy. No. Who's like, ah, there's no fucking way. And then like it all comes out and you're like, ah, <laughs> now yeah, you're yeah. canceled too. Yeah, everyone's yeah. Everyone's on eggshells. Luckily. I, th- I think, yeah, it's just, it's most, it's, and it's sort of too bad that that's the way the culture is these days, like, or cancel, cancel culture at least. Is that mm. like, I mean, it's, it, 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 it makes people think, about what they're doing and what they're saying and everything, but it also creates um, or it makes people walk on eggshells a lot of the time, right? Well, the problem is, is if you're a mainstream person, cancel culture is mainstream. So you you can piss you can piss off your fan base and lose them yeah. if you're mainstream. If you're like barstool which is like unapologetic from the start, your fans are brash and unapologetic. Yeah. You can't really get canceled unless you do something egregious. Like Barstool's getting attacked hardcore and the president's like, fuck you, like fuck off. Like, like I don't give a fuck. And the fans are like, fuck you, fuck off, I don't give a fuck. And they grow bigger because more people gravitate mm-hmm. to the fuck, the fuck you, fuck off. But if your livelihood and your style is appealing to the mainstream... You can, you can get fucked by that. Um, that's why it's almost better to be like, shit, like, like kind of like edgy from the start, mm-hmm. so that like no one can like get on your case when mm-hmm. like later they find out you're like edgy <laughs> and like say edgy shit. I don't know. You've you've already attracted the proper, proper the proper group. fan base. Yeah. Um. Anyways, continue with the Crystalia. So he was silent. Yeah. And. Uh, it was, so people use the silence to fill in the blanks with guilt and fucking everyone commenting on his career. And then recently he came out with his first official uh, like statement and it released all the email receipts from the conversations. So he released the entire conversations and it was as I assumed. It was not predatory. He's just a, he's just a absolute sex addict. <laughs> like it, it, the, the joke between the podcasters was how much he fucks. Yeah. The guy fucks all the time. Yeah. He, he's a celebrity and did not, uh, was not in a relationship and he would travel around and DM girls and message girls that were fans and sleep with tons of them, which, you know, I know girls can call guys like that pigs and society can call that gross, but that's what every fucking celebrity does. Like every rock star from history. Yeah. Everybody like not, I'm not saying all of them athletes, whatever. A lot of them fuck. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things that comes with being in the spotlight is you get a lot of female attention. And for the most part, uh, like girls are, they're the one that's voluntary. Like, you know what I mean? Like they want to fuck a celebrity too. I want to fuck a celebrity like fuck. Um, so my opinion was, was that this guy is DMing, messaging so many girls, girls that, you know, probably hit him up off his Instagram and he, and he sees their profile picture and he's like, this girl's fucking cute. All right. In the email exchanges, every time age was brought up, mm-hmm. usually the girls that were too young, danced around it oh like i don't know like how old do you think i am or like this and that and he's like he's like i don't know like he's like i'm 30 like how old are you (laughs) yeah like and then they'd be like i'm 17 and he'd be like oh too young like sorry and he would cut it off yeah and the the uh, few scenarios he did talk to those girls like later when they were 19 but there wasn't like a grooming after yeah it wasn't like a hey babe i doubt this guy's got enough time on his hands to like really like pay like get hung up really get hung up on like a couple 17 year olds that he wants to groom for 
two to three I, years. I guarantee he's messaging and, and so many girls. So, so he can fuck them? Yeah, like, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a little outrageous. He's messaging so many girls that he doesn't know that the girls in high school, they're like, there's clearly pictures of me in high school on my Instagram. He's not looking at your Instagram. Yeah. Like, you can literally see in the email receipts, he's like, send a picture. So he's not, he hasn't seen her pictures. Yeah. So he, he's saying, send a picture. And so, the, so he's like, so he apologized. He's like, yeah, like when I messaged girls, it was like pretty straight to the point. It was like, hey, you're good looking. Like, let's go out. Like, I want to hook up. Like, um, send me a picture. He's definitely a numbers guy. He's a numbers guy. He's just going on numbers. And uh, a, a girl on YouTube that used to work at the comedy stores that, that he used to go to a lot, she said he was never a guy that hit on girls at the bar. He was sober. He doesn't drink. So he doesn't wheel and deal at the clubs. He messages after. Yeah. So he girls message and like, oh, I'm at the show. And he's like, cool. Like, what's up? Like, come to my hotel room. And like, he got, he, he said, he got into trouble one time. Like, like he said, he, he said one time I did invite girls back to my hotel room and you know, they, they thought it was a party or like he said, like it was like, it was like aggressive. Like he, you know, he, he, he wasn't totally honest. And like, I think he even whipped his dick out. Um, but he's like, he's like, he's like, I was like just so caught up in like being a an, an up and coming celebrity. He's like, I've made mistakes, which I I get. Yeah, like, like guys whip their dicks out. Uh, you shouldn't do it often. If you make a habit of it, yeah, you are a, yeah. you're, you're an exposer. You're exposer. Um, but anyway, so the girl, the main girl, and anyway, no pictures were exchanged. Mm-hmm. Whenever he found out the age, he 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 stopped the communication, uh, and said too young, and he never hooked up with any of these girls. Is he is is he a, is he an absolute fucking girl fucker like sex addict? Yeah, is he a pedophile? No, is this a career ruining revelation? Absolutely not, or else you'd have to cancel any celebrity you like that fucks a lot of girls and is less. I've I've heard stories about hockey players on the Leafs that have have treated girls in a similar manner, maybe even worse. Like mm-hmm. there is a lot of people in those positions that do much worse than that. I, 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 I it just takes sort of one pissed off or one, I just like one person, like one person took the girl to like the match. Yeah. That the, the didn't like it or like trying to sort of get edgy enough, take advantage of a situation, you know, where you have a little bit of interaction with a celebrity. And I, I, I don't really understand it. Why you would want to sort of, I don't know. I guess, lying in general makes me uncomfortable and like especially to that extent where you have to like publicly out someone well, and ruin you want to know what happened in her what? exchange what um so her exchange was released he, re- he released whole things and it was the stuff she showed but it was the stuff all around it yeah and and uh, same deal like once he found out the age he stopped stopped talking to her yeah he stopped pursuing her yeah she reached out years later yeah. when she was of age and was like, hey, like I'm I'm older now. Yeah. Like, let's meet up. And he didn't respond. Yeah. And then she tweeted after that, all that stuff about him being a pedophile grooming her. She was the one that tweeted all that. So if he was grooming her, why didn't he pursue her when she was of age, when she reached out? If he was a pedophile, why didn't he keep pursuing her when she was underage? You know what I mean? So she, uh, unfortunately, um, she's, she's, I think she's made her accounts private after he released all the receipts and stuff like that. Um, but that's the latest update. We'll see if maybe some other evidence to the other side comes along, but I'll tell you what, I haven't heard anybody talk about this yet. Any of the comedians I listen to talk about his side. So it just doesn't get the attention. So I want I want their comments. I want them to dissect the text and have an opinion. Be like, oh, you know, he was still really aggressive with these girls. Or like, I want to hear what they got to say. Like, or them being like, oh, he this is a okay. He's back. Like, we're like we're, they all commented when he was called a pedophile. Like, where's the fucking hype around the fact that he might have like isn't Bieber suing some girls that wrongfully accused him? Yeah, I I can't remember. Um... Beaver plus uh, who's that? Who's the other guy in Baby Driver? Oh, Ansel Elgort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, similar sort of thing happening between the two of them right now. Um, but I, I don't know enough to speak about it. But 
yeah it, it, it's there seems to be a bit of a trend you know like these little interactions don't go over well and then yeah uh we gotta wrap we gotta wrap this up soon because yeah. your, your computer's about to die yeah but uh, yeah i hope um i know this is a pendulum swing because women have felt you know mistreated so they're they're trying to they're, they're trying to get the power back and sometimes a few women not women in general take things too far um and it's usually a part of the pendulum swing but you know i hopefully things will even out because i don't want the guy girl interaction to become too weird like it's already i feel like a lot of people are already really aware of like it, i think it's i just don't want it to drive a divide between like you know i don't know like I know guys in the workplace are are afraid to even give a girl a compliment and like oh yeah or like stuff like that because there are creepy guys so it's like how weird would it be if you f- didn't feel like comfortable like that about the girls that were it, in your life yeah. but um also like if we blow up you know and I don't have a girlfriend I'd, I'd like to s- sleep with a few girls you know I don't want to end up like Crystalia you know <laughs> like <laughs> you know you just one time you message a 19 year old next thing you know you're you're grooming your pet. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you're considered a groomer. Or, or like, they make up some new terms that I didn't even know I was doing because they didn't exist at the time. And they're like, you're a, uh, like a something because you were a rock star and I was a, I was like a fan of, and I wanted, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I didn't even know I was some, court, some sort of term that I am, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to be careful out there. I think we should just only hook up with guys until things blow over, you know? Might there's, an, there's an idea for you because then at least we could we could like be like okay there's no like imbalance here yeah you we know? can just like mistreat each other mistreat each other right yeah <laughs> and then hopefully that'll work out then when things blow over you know switch teams again um but on that note uh enjoy victoria uh those those are those are a lot of jokes in there by the way um enjoy victoria and if you like it go like it on spotify or apple music and uh Keep an eye out for the music video. It's going to be coming out in a, probably about a month. Yeah. Cool. Rock and roll. Let's rock. Let's rock. We'll see you next Tuesday. Well, I'm just leaving from a pub around the corner from your house. And if you'd let me come on over, we could be just by ourselves. We get to drinking, get to talking. Then we fight and then we fuck Cause I'm a real man
I'm still thinking of Victoria And if we're together on your birthday Through the storms and all the earthquakes It's still a natural Still a fourth and I'll throw it all Cause I just wanna rock for the child on all your time. Yeah, I'm still a Get to talking, then we fight and we break